0: And we're back for another episode of the Department of podcast with Justin Valentovic, Stephen Clark, and Joe Palantonio. And we are here to preview the 2020 World Series. And I can't believe I'm saying that because surprisingly, baseball actually made it to the end. You know, early in the season when the Marlins got taken out, the Cardinals got taken out, and, you know, the potential outbreaks were popping up everywhere and whenever, you know, the season was in jeopardy. But credit to the MLB, they somehow pulled it off you know, by going to two semi-bubbles, you know, maybe too soon, too late type of mentality for them, which they should have done in the beginning. But that's here nor there. But the stage is set. The Tampa Bay Rays are taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers in the World Series. We finally got – we got our matchup, and here we are. Yeah. Well, I, I was right.
1: I mean, this is this is the matchup uh, that I predicted. We – have and they good for them they expanded the playoffs they did everything they could do um but at the end of the day the two best teams in both leagues are in the world series and this is this is great for baseball um uh, because i mean you're gonna get um great offense you're gonna get i uh, know a lot of home runs in this series which is awesome and i mean you're gonna get some of the best pitching. Um, we're going to see, this is going to be a lot of fun.
2: Uh, yeah, Joe, Joe said it best. Though the, the, the right teams won, the best teams won. Um, Dodgers lived up to the hype. We knew all the hype going into this season about the Dodgers with the whole Mookie Bet signing and all that stuff. They kept a lot of their players. They just performed really well overall all season, and it's showing right now. And like Joe said too, a lot of home runs coming up. The pay, the pitching for the Rays is insane against the bats of the the Dodgers. So it's going to be a fun matchup. I'm very well, excited for this. Like
0: Joe and I kind of joked about it a little bit, but it's like it's almost like the Rays were prepared for like this type of scenario. Like they almost saw not COVID coming, but like they were prepared to have a series. Like if you look at the ALCS, you know, seven straight days of seven straight games, like they were built for that. And this playoff scenario favored them, you know, the Dodgers at the same time, you know, they had to scramble for pitching a little bit more like dust, Dustin may rolled out in game seven yesterday, very questionable start, but you know, that's what they rolled with, but the Rays, you know, really benefit probably the most out of any team. Now, not say, t- trying to take anything away from them, but that's just how they're built. And it's just so funny, you know, looking at the complete spectru- end of each spectrum, the Rays, you know, one of the cheapest payrolls in baseball, the Dodgers, the biggest payroll in baseball, and here they both are ready to play in the World Series. And also at the same time, you know, with the expanded playoffs, you know, you had the Astros who were under five under 500 who almost got in. You know, there were other teams who, if they got in, people would consider the World Series illegitimate. At least now with this matchup, it's legit. You know, yeah, you're playing in front of minimal fans. The season was much shorter. The playoffs were a little bit different. But at the end of the day, the two best teams are here, and it's legit.
1: Um, absolutely. And I think there's um, – I mean, you could look at the, the payrolls of these two teams and – You would think that they were uh, completely on opposite ends of the spectrum as far as how they they built their team. Um, But they're not so different after all. Um, Of course, the Dodgers have almost unlimited resources and uh, the Rays strictly stick to their budget. But there's been so many smart trades and under the radar moves to build the Los Angeles Dodgers um that 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 cannot go understated they did not just buy this team um max muncie was a guy they found out of absolutely nowhere um they just discovered him they brought him in and he was fantastic uh will smith that's all scouting um they picked him up and then got him right through the system a homegrown talent i mean a lot of these dodgers players are homegrown talents this is a core that they built walker bueller um clayton kershaw i mean these are these are their own guys well that's the
0: thing it's like you know you pe- people would always rag on the yankees for buying a championship in 09 they pretty much bought the thing with the dodgers is like you said joe bellinger seager smith you know jansen bueller kershaw they're all homegrown they're just paid a lot of money because they want to keep them around it's and, as simple as that yeah. And also, like Justin Turner, he was a cast off as well. He was a Met, he was an Oriole. He, you know, ended up there, and he's been a cornerstone of what could have been a dynasty with the Dodgers. That they've, you know, finally won a championship or won the ones they were in in recent years. But he's been a consistent player, and he's been there for forever.
2: Yeah, um, the the Mets are very similar to the Jets in that way. Like when they're playing, <laughs> when someone players, leaves, they they do phenomenal. And I can't be mad as a Mets fan, whether it's Justin Turner, Travis Darno, even. Daniel Murphy sometimes it's just it's it's refreshing to see these players careers not get ruined by a crappy organization in the Mets but it's just I'm happy I'm happy for them like even with like the Jets Robbie Anderson's doing really well this year and it's it's just it's refreshing to see them not have no career so good for them doing all that stuff and um congrats to Justin Turner again honestly he's proved he's top tier He's the man and the Dodgers too. It's they're getting to,
0: you know, the nineties bills level though, where they're getting the world series and losing every year and the Rays, you know, it's not a cakewalk either. You know, if it was the Astros on the flip side, maybe it would have been a little bit easier. And you know, the storylines with the whole cheating scandal back then would have been phenomenal to see, but this is a very formidable opponent for LA. Like it's not the cakewalk, you know, it could have been, But on the flip side, you know, the Rays, they don't have the flashy names that the Dodgers do. You know, they don't have Bellager, They don't have Betts. They have Hunter Renfro and G-Man Choi and Austin Meadows. You know, like, that's their crew. But they have the capability of putting up runs just as well.
1: Um, The Rays, the problem with the Rays, um, it's that they they beat great competition um, in the playoffs. And, the pitching has been outstanding as advertised, but outside of Randy Arroz um, nobody has been a good consistent bat up. Brandon Lau is essentially an automatic out at this point. I don't think that he's gonna get any playing time. And he was their best hitter in the regular well, season. The thing and I, he was the I front- don't see him even playing in the World Series.
0: And people had him as like a frontrunner for AL MVP.
1: Yeah, and no, he's been he's been a disaster, and I mean, like everyone else has kind of had moments. Like um,
0: Mike Zanino has been really carrying the load outside of a Rosarena.
1: It's it's really it's really Rosarena's team at this point. I mean, Margot some some clutch hits i you know has been absolutely clutch even Kiermaier has gotten in on the action very Jackie Bradley Jr. like how it's just in the playoffs all of a sudden not just an offensive liability um but this they're if they're going to win games they're going to have to win four to three and three to two and I mean it's possible the Dodgers were not a juggernaut outside of really game three they weren't you know all the games have been close that many runs i mean this is winnable for the race um they do also have the benefit of having they're not seven games in a row this time um they're doing two three two so there will be two days off that's going to help which is humane um, we might say yes <laughs> it's, it's respectable yeah. <laughs> um we might see tyler glass now be some sort of like rubber arm um i i don't know how they're going to use him. i think He'll start probably game two, and then we'll see. We'll work it from there. But I like I don't know how they're going to use him, which is interesting. But I think the Dodgers have the advantage now since they have two days off to reset, and you can get Walker Bueller pitching three times in the series.
0: Yeah. And something I want it's to touch on, touch on, too, is Joe. You hinted at it a little bit, but the outfielders for this for this series on both sides one of the, they are probably two of the best defensive outfields in baseball. We saw Mookie Betts basically rob a home run, you know, in three games this past NLCS and the, uh, the Rays on the flip side, Margot Kiermaier, they can cover so much ground out there. Like we're no, going to see gonna web see... gems almost every night.
1: Mm. It's going to be the two best defensive center fielders, uh, Bellinger and Kevin Kiermaier, in my humble opinion, um, two of the best right fielders in Manu Margot and Mookie Betts. Um, I mean, you go, you know, in like on the infield, I mean, Willie Thomas and, and Seager both can field. I mean, they're both um, really, really good out there. And I mean, what, I, what I'm looking forward to um, is, is, you know, the Mike Zanino, Will Smith catcher comparison, because I mean, both of those guys um, solid behind the plate. But at the dish, I, I, I really think this game's going to come down to those, like one of the catchers having a big hit.
0: And it's funny because that's what, like, Mike Zeno, you know, when he was drafted way back in, like, the Stone Age, he was supposed to be, like, you know, the Mike Piazza of this generation. You know, he kind of fizzled out, didn't show that. But this series, like, he's showing, you know, the power numbers he originally was scouted for, and he's come up with big hits. So he could very well be an X Factor for this
1: team. Uh, My question, Mark for the Rays, is going to be, as I, I said before, where the offense is going to, going to come from for the Dodgers. It's going to be what's happening with the back end of the bullpen. Um, I mean, they kind of avoided it. Like it was not like, it wasn't lockdown, but like Trinan is, is been kind of a problem for them. Um, Dustin may, they, I guess they're going to have him start and not be at the back end. So there's going to have to be some question marks. Kenley Jansen is still a question mark. Joe Kelly is still a question mark. But then at the
0: same time, like they've been using, you know, May and Julio Urias as like the swing men when they could be starters as well.
2: Yeah, and we well, saw May. yesterday
0: they were warming up Kershaw as like an emergency situation also. So it's like if they go there, I don't really trust playoff Kershaw coming out of the pen. Like he's not Bumgarner.
1: I know. I want. I want May to be that guy. I. I do not want Dustin May to be starting um, playoff games. I think he's much better out of the bullpen at this point in his career. Um, I mean, it. It does kind of remind me of an early Madison Bumgarner, um, a young starter who comes out of the bullpen. Kershaw needs to start um, again. Kershaw, we keep saying it. This. It's got to be the time when he buckles down and has the the start that makes him look like the best pitcher of our generation because that's what he is.
2: Yeah, um, he has to show something. Like we, Everyone's talked about us, like famous like ESPN, sports and all that stuff. They talk about how Kershaw can't get it done in the big games and all that stuff and how he's not a playoff pitcher. This is his time right here, right now, to prove to everybody that he is that guy. He's one of the greatest pitchers of all time. If he could get it done and bring another championship back to LA,
0: he's baseball Peyton well, Manning. It's
2: exactly, sim- it's as simple as that. Exactly, like literally 100%. Like I have, I love making comparisons to this and football and all that stuff. That's exactly. That's exactly how it is. Yeah, you know, because. Until oh. Peyton got over the hump in 06, you know, past the Patriots and won a Super Bowl,
0: you know, he was a great regular season quarterback, but he was notorious for choking in the playoffs and Kershaw has had more championship opportunities to prove that he's, you know, not basically a choke artist. This is his, what third world series, fourth world series.
1: I mean, uh, the, 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 pressure in this series is all on the Dodgers. I think we can, we can agree on that. We
0: also help I mean, with Dave Roberts saying, this is our year.
1: I mean, there's no pressure like Tyler Glasnow, Austin Meadows, Randy Rosarena. Like, I mean, there's no pressure on those guys right now. They beat the Yankees. They beat the Astros. They're not even supposed to be here. Charlie Morton already has a World Series ring, and he's probably the veteran leader on that team. Kenley Jansen, absolutely there's pressure on him. I mean, we're talking about he has lockdown as a closer. We're talking about a guy who's talking about Ken Kimbrell or Rolvis Chapman. As far as you know, best reliever of this era, Cody Bellinger, Mookie Betts, both superstar players have not really done it that much in the postseason. Specifically, Bellinger, but at some point they're going to have to prove they can do it on the big stage.
0: Well, I think for the Dodgers, especially Mookie, has you know the most pressure to produce because he's been to the World Series. He's won it with the Red Sox. You know, he was that piece that came over and he got them to the World Series, and he's made you know great plays in right field. You know, if he comes in here and kind of lays an egg, you know, they still have him for, you know, 13 more years, I think, or whatever that contract was. But at the same time, he was the impact player they wanted to get them to the World Series. He guaranteed them that, you know, he was a main reason they came back from 3-1 on the Braves, as we're being honest. He saved so many runs. Joe, I'm sure you have so many, you know, nerd stats for his defensive run save that, you know, Ah. you could bust out of how, you know, much of an impact he had. But it's really on him to get the Dodgers over the hump. And if he does... You know we could seriously talk about his legacy of being one of the best ever for him to come in and get a team that was a consistent world series appearance team and get them that title and so really for mookie he has it all riding on his shoulders
1: No, oh, yeah he's a perennial leader in defensive run saved his ucrs is, is off the charts um he puts up more defensive war than anyone else in right field um aaron judge is close for those people following at home um but where is he now uh, Yikes. Um, yeah. Sitting at
2: home with us. With, with us. He's hanging out, playing some golf, you know. Playing with the boys.
1: Golf. We're going to see fans. Um, so the World Series in a bubble with fans. Bizarre. Um, oh, we're going to see okay. this disgusting Globe life field with <laughs> A terrible say, okay, thankfully,
0: thankfully, it hasn't been as dark in the NLCS as it was earlier in that series. Like it Ooh, got yeah. right Like the roof was open the whole time. So I don't know what that was. Just Fox's cameras, I think, at that point. It could have. Yeah, been. when
1: the when the Padres were there, it was a disaster. Absolutely yeah. terrible. Uh, this is Clayton Kershaw's series. I think but the Dodgers are going to win. The Dodgers are the best team in baseball. It's their time. This is not. This is not the 2017 Astros, and this is not the 2018 Red Sox. This is the weakest World Series opponent out of the three that they have faced. It's time. It's so, time. So,
0: so, with that being said, Joe, how many games for the Dodgers then? Because that's your opinion. That's your. That's your pick. Dodgers five and how games. many games? Dodgers have five. five. Joe, what about uh, Clark? What about you? What's your pick?
2: Uh, before I say my pick, um, th- this series right here, we're seeing L.A. in a championship game. It reminds me a lot of the last time we saw an L.A. team in a championship game, which was only a couple weeks ago. It's the Lakers, it was the Lakers and the Heat. You have the, the powerhouse and the Lakers and a team that's good but not really supposed to be there in the Heat, which is also the Rays in a way. Um, but I picked the Heat in that one because they were the underdog and my team, but I am not sticking with the underdog in, in this one. I'm, I'm going with the Dodgers. Give me the Dodgers in um, – g- give me – Give me seven, Dodgers in seven. Ooh, give me seven. I I th- I think the Rays pull some off. Maybe maybe early in the series they pull some off, but give me seven, Dodgers in seven.
0: The one thing that's most important in playoff baseball is pitching. Yes, and we saw it. You know, both teams have pitching. You know, the Dodgers had to scramble it more than the Rays. So with that being said, I'm going with Tampa Bay in six because of their pitching depth. Oh. And with that being said, Joe, who's your World Series MVP?
1: Wow. Um, it's it's a slam dunk pick. It's going to be Clayton Kershaw. I think he's going to – the naysayers out five games. Uh, they'll give him a start in game two. He's going to shove. He'll come out of the bullpen in game five and be on the mound
2: when they win the World Series. Oof.
1: I'm
2: going to go Belly. I'm going Belly. I think he just he just performs really well overall. He's just the dude. He's literally the dude. Like <laughs> He's just going to perform to his piece. He's going to carry this team to a championship. I'm going Bellinger, man.
0: I'm going to go with Austin Meadows. He's been a little quiet, you know, overshadowed by Randy He Hasn't really played too, too much. But I think when we get the right-handed matchup, because quite frankly, the Dodgers have a lot of right-handed matchup, and Kevin Cash loves to, you know, play the matchup game. So I'm going with Austin Meadows.
2: Wow. Right. I, I like how we're all different there. And Joe and I are similar to our World Series picks. And J- Justin, of course, the outsider, which is probably going to win somehow again. <laughs> well, credit Nothing for you, Clark. you. In the ALCS, you pick the right score of the game. And Joe, you picked
0: the I, right they... matchup way back when.
1: Yeah. Glass, now in Sna- or, or no, Glass now in Meadows, co-MVP. Uh, shove it to the Pirates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the trade Christ. that just keeps on giving. Oh, boy. Any last closing thoughts on uh, the World Series or the postseason of baseball so far? Anything you want to get off the Ra-
1: I I just don't think the Rays are gonna score a lot of runs. Um, I'm really impressed by the Astros, but
2: Yeah, I wanted to touch yeah. on that. Like um I'm Did glad you... they made it this far, but I'm glad they didn't go to the championship as well, just because it proved Terrible. to a lot of the haters that hey, I'm what the hell was that? Whose dog was that? Was that yours or that was yeah, Joe. it's me. Well, me. I think, it definitely I mean, was mine. My dog heard that through my earphones from out, cause mine just came like to like my door right here and like peeked in. I know I saw dipped. him
0: walking around before.
2: Yeah, he, he was just on my couch back there. He just came in for a second. Um, but anyways, uh, what were they talking about?
0: The Astros. Yeah. Yes, yes I'm glad. I'm, I'm happy
2: they didn't go to a championship, of course, because of all the cheating scandal and stuff. But I'm also glad that they proved to a lot of the haters that hey. We still have a lot of good players, and we can still play this game. I know we got caught for cheating in the past. We are wrong on our part. And they they did their best to get to the World Series. They got pretty, pretty damn far, so good for them, honestly. Could you imagine
0: if the first time they had to hear it from fans was at a World Series in Texas against (sighs) the Dodgers? Like, that would have been – the storylines, and there would have been legitimate fights in the stands, like, mid-game. Oh, yeah. It would have been, like, Eagles-Giants game. Like, it would have been brutal.
1: It would have been awesome.
2: I, it would've I mean, been fun. It would have been entertaining. Yeah, I can't complain about it, that one.
0: They could be back soon. Like they could be back very well next year if they get the they will.
2: Right. I think they will. I
0: don't know. They're well, losing Springer.
1: They're Springer's losing Justin gone. Verlander. Zach Greinke is ancient. Um it's it's like this this Astros team is on the way down. But they don't really have that many people. They don't have much breathing down their neck. I mean, the A's are going to lose Simeon, and they don't really have that much of a pitching staff to begin with. The Rangers are a joke. The Angels yeah. are a joke. Yeah. The Mariners are the biggest joke. I oh, mean, wow. the Mariners might be a threat at some point. In like six it, years. There's no there's no immediate threat to the Astros. They could win 87 games and make the playoffs like they did this
2: year. Yeah. I hope Springers a met this time next year. Oh, he very well
1: could be. He, he yeah. might
2: be. I think he is possible. Too. yeah Yeah. so So, but
0: we'll talk about hot stove when after the world series concludes which would be in about 10 days or so give or take because they start
2: tuesday so yeah that's it for this episode so clark the old outro yeah you guys know what it is by now but um thank you guys for all listening to the department podcast um we had fun talking baseball. Again, I haven't done that in a while. It's always good to talk baseball with the boys. Um, we have a NFL episode coming really, really soon too. So stay tuned for that break down the week. Um, but then it's kind of taking a little break. Sports are starting to phase out. So just wrestling, baseball, and football for right now. Um, so stay tuned to all that stuff during the week. Uh, make sure you subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And follow us on our social medias on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at department underscore pod. Like I said, so much stuff planned. So please listen and watch and we'll see you in the next episode.